Kidventures. Where will your next trip take you? Hi, this is Ting from My Travel Monkey. And Kathy from Mummy Travels. And you're listening to the latest episode of the Kidventures Family Travel Podcast. So we at Kidventures are always about getting the right tips on how to travel better with kids. But what about advice on how to book the best holiday you could possibly get and within your budget? In this brand new episode, we get the inside knowledge from a travel industry expert who knows how to bag the best flights and organise itineraries for families and discerning travellers all around the world. We can't wait to chat with Katie King, who has spent nearly two decades in the travel industry, working her way up from a holiday rep in Mallorca to becoming a manager of global company Flight Centre for many, many years. She now runs her own travel business from home as part of the group Travel Counsellors, organising trips and holidays every day. And Katie's own love of travel has taken her around the world, travelling through the USA, Europe and Asia, as well as Africa and South America. She's also a mum to seven-year-old boy. Katie recently got married to her long-term partner in Crete as well, which holds a special place in her heart. And she's also a part-time photographer and does weddings, portraits and, of course, travel photography, even having her work published by various tourist boards. So travel addict, travel industry insider and a fellow travelling mum, frankly, for this episode, we have the ultimate travel expert on Kidventures. Hi, Katie. Welcome Hi, to Adventures. Hi, Ting. Hi, Kathy. How are you both? Good. Thank you for chatting to us. No problem. Anytime. We're really excited to hear about all your experiences and your insider knowledge from the other side. Oh, yes. well, I'll do my best to give you plenty of tips. Oh, hope so. Hope so. That's what the <laughs> listeners want. Basically, how to bag a good deal, right, Kathy? Absolutely. More holidays, less spending. This Sounds good. Yes, want. absolutely. So you've always loved travel. You've had a career in travel for many, many years when you first were holiday rep in Mallorca. Um, but is that how you kind of fell into it from that pivotal moment? That was the moment. That was right. So, yeah, I finished uni. Um, as lots of people, when they finished uni, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I knew I, I loved travel. So I thought I'd take the opportunity to live in another country for for a few months. So I ended up as a rep in Mallorca. I lived there for around nine months. Bet that was fun. Yes, it was. Yes. I could only do the one season. That's right. Yes. My liver couldn't take much more. So it was just (laughs) the one season for me. And then I came back and I kind of fell into travel. Um, I got a job with the same company, but working in long haul. And I'd never really done much long haul travel before I started a company called Trade Winds. And then from there, I absolutely fell in love with it. Lots of training on different parts of the world and lots of travel trips as well. So I was really lucky. I got lots of trips. I went to Thailand, Cuba, all over America, Malaysia, Singapore. And then I became well and truly hooked. And all I wanted to do was travel. So uh, combining. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly. It was great to be able to combine um, my love of travel, doing lots of travel trips and being spoiled all over the world. Um, and really experiencing lots of amazing new things. And yeah, that was it. And I've never left travel. So it's a great career. And, you know, I absolutely love arranging trips for people and, and really, you know, getting amongst yeah. it, getting involved with it and finding people what they're looking for and what they've always wanted to do. So it's a brilliant career. So that's it. 
that's a little bit of how I got into it, really. Fantastic. And now you're passing that love of travel on to your son as well with all those adventures. Um, yes, my little boy Noah, he's seven now and he's the same as me. He's been traveling since he was a baby yeah. and now he absolutely loves it. He loves traveling. He loves sort of to get immersed with the local culture. Um, he loves to meet the little local kids and yeah, get involved with yeah. them. And I think it's brilliant with kids because there's no language barrier. They play yeah. and, yeah, and it's right. great to see them and, and, you know, they can communicate without actually sort of being able to speak each other's language. And it's really lovely to see. And he also enjoys staying up late and, you know, the, mm-hmm. the difference in evenings where everyone's outside all night and yeah. eating yummy food and, and just the relaxed way of life, really. I think he's definitely a Mediterranean child, Noah. <laughs> well, you, got, you recently got married in Crete, didn't you? So is that kind of all of your favourite? It's your favourite destination, I imagine. All of it you. is. Yeah. So since Noah's a baby, we've always loved travelling to Greece, and every year we've uh, we've taken him to a new Greek island, and we've explored many islands, done lots of ferry hopping, and various different sort of accommodation villas, yeah, little hotels, B and Bs, and there was something about Crete that just sort of locked us all in and we've been back now quite a few times just the scenery is stunning yeah the um, sea the colour oh of the sea God, is the out of the so world blue. just where we go we go to a place near Hania and it's so beautiful um it's very traditional they've got so many lovely um little um taverners the people are so friendly and straight away, we knew that was the place that we wanted to get oh, married. Oh, um, so, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. And, and sort of having a big fat Greek wedding as well. <laughs> and, and it's so different to sort of weddings over here. And, oh, it was great fun. And, and Noah was best man as well. So he loved, he loved doing his duties out there. And, oh, it was absolutely wonderful. So, uh, well, congratulations. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you so much. So now we're actually planning our next um big adventure um we've never taken noah long haul before and um, we've only really done europe and we did egypt when he was a baby as well but next year we're doing a big california road trip wow so, oh, well cool. kathy's been oh, i can tell you yeah did about 10 days out of san francisco down the pacific coast highway when my That's daughter was sick. almost four just before she started school it's absolutely brilliant i would go back in a second there's so much to do I wish you'd had months to go down there yeah sounds absolutely wonderful yeah I'm really looking forward to it and I think it's nice to go to different places as well yeah really yeah really sort of get to see many different places I think we're going to do the national parks and some of the Mm -hmm. beaches so yeah really really looking forward to that so for someone who is in the know how in your planning a big trip to the USA next year how would you go about trying to secure then the best deals for this type of trip? You know, for someone looking, I mean, for someone who doesn't even know where to even begin, what advice would you give them? Well, the advice I'd always give if you're doing sort of a long haul trip is always get in touch with your travel agent. So basically with us travel agents, we get access to such a wide range of different flights and different fares even the and, ones on the high street you think because i think people might be a bit like i oh, wouldn't i get a better deal online or you mm. would say still go to your company. yeah definitely i think for destinations long haul 
what a lot of people don't know when they sort of start planning these trips is that uh, travel agents get access to a certain type of fare that are not available online that are just for agents and these fares are great because they include all your baggage whereas a lot of them don't include um your bags anymore even long haul now which is absolutely bonkers because I mean, who's only going to take a little handbag, you know, handbag yeah. when you're going oh, yeah. on a, a road trip to America or going to Australia? And when you do um, the packy fares, um, that as I said, they're only accessible to the agents, you actually get a reduction on the airfare. So when you put it with all your, your accommodation, you can actually get a much better deal. So, yeah, they're really, really good. So I would always say, definitely get in touch with your travel agent. I mean, it's not always the way. Sometimes you can get special online deals. What I would say is to book it as early as possible, really. Mm. Um, now, most flights come out 11 months in advance. So that's always really good to know because as okay. soon as 11 months comes, then you can always get like a, you know, a really, really good deal as this is when sort of all the seats are available on that flight. So, and when the flights are first released, um, the fares are always generally the cheapest. So I always think just making sure that you plan ahead as soon as possible, really. And just sign up as well. Sign up for all the different yeah. uh, flights websites because then you'll get yeah. sort of the emails come through when they have sales on. So they do have sales at various times of the year. So especially just after Christmas. Um mm-hmm is always a good time to book because all the Boxing Day sales are out. And, yeah, just various times of the year, really. Mm. Um, I think if you can be flexible as well, I think Skyscanner is a really, really good tool if you did want to do it independently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you can do sort of over a month search so you can see which days are the cheapest. So if you've got a bit of flexibility, then you can kind of mix and match because you don't just have to go away now for sort of seven days or two weeks. You know, it might be cheaper to go 15 days or 12 days. Yeah. So if you've got a bit of flexibility, then I, I always have a look at Skyscanner and just see what days are the best deals. And you can get some absolute bargains as well. I mean, even if you go into Europe, um, I use Skyscanner quite a lot, really, because I do an anywhere search. So if you're quite yeah. open to where you're yeah. going, um, I just put in the dates that I'm free, put in an anywhere search. And then go, wow, those flights are so cheap. You know, you can get, you know, £30 return. And then from there, then start looking at your accommodation. So there's so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I love doing that. And it's for me, it's it's as a sort of, I'm quite an independent traveller. And I like to stay in places that are completely off the beaten track. I like somewhere a little bit different. So I always liked, you know, if you were doing a Skyscanner search, like that where you were quite open about where you wanted to go to you can get a cheap flight somewhere with one of the low-cost airlines and then you can book your you know I like to use Airbnb sometimes to have a completely unique experience and you know stay somewhere that's maybe a little bit off the tourist track so it depends what kind of trip really as I said for long haul I would always definitely recommend utilizing travel agents because they have got the expertise and they have got the systems to find you the very best deals or you know if you wanted to do independently always use Skyscanner as a way of sort of searching out those best deals Mm, yeah do you think you can still get last minute deals if you're traveling with kids I mean something like Skyscanner the the everywhere search is great for that because you can just go I want to go away in two weeks where can I go 
I mean, normally the advice is either book way in advance or see what you can snap up at the last minute. But I've always thought that's much harder as a family. What do you think? Yeah, to be honest with you, um, I have managed to get some really, really great last minute deals. And as a travel agent, you know, I've been in the business quite a long time. I know the places where I can find the deals Mm -hmm. um, for last minute. For example, last year, we like staying in villas just so that we got our own space. We like to have our own pool. And we got a last minute villa to, it was Lefkada we went for the three of us in holiday time, including flights. We booked it two days before. And we got it for £700 for the wow. three of us. I That's know. amazing. It was absolutely incredible. And I think with villas especially, you know, as a family, if you, you are looking for a last-minute deal, a lot of the villa companies would rather have somebody in there than, than it than just not. be. Yeah. So it's really, really good to look at those kind of, you know, James Villas, um, some of the villa companies, because they do, you can snap up some absolute bargains. Um, Katie, then, that if you're brave enough, the problem is I'm never brave enough to hold out to the last minute. Yeah. Say, yeah. say you had a week and you knew that was the only week you could really go away, but you held out till a week before, like you said, two, three or four days yeah. before. You reckon you could probably find something that would suit you if yeah. you held out held your nerve yeah if you held your nerve if you held your nerve you will always find something I've got no doubt that you'd always find sort of a last minute probably not somewhere you know if you were going long haul then obviously you'd want a, a lot more sort of planning but if you were looking to go it's somewhere like you were open, yeah, Europe and yeah Europe. absolutely yeah. I mean a lot of the package holiday companies such as sort of Olympic holidays Thompson's you can still get those last minute deals that they do still exist. It's just being open to try somewhere completely new that you might not have thought about before. And as I said, villas are really good for doing last minute as well. So they are still there. If you hold your nerve, I think you can always get somewhere. And then you don't have to wait too long for, you know, yeah. that's what I love. I hate booking a holiday so far in advance and then having to wait. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. Love I know. You've tempted me to maybe just like block a week out and just say, let's see what we, what we can get. Doesn't, I don't know where we're going to go, but let's just see what deal you, we've got. X amount. Absolutely. Absolutely. You be our guinea pig. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> no, genuinely, I, I think it's quite exciting actually because yeah. not knowing where you're going to go, but you know, obviously you have to fly from a certain airport where the flights are available or whatever. But like you said, if you're willing to be slightly more flexible about donation for me as long as it's hot (laughs) well exactly exactly we did one um last easter we just we only had five days and um, we were desperate just to have a little break we obviously were saving up for the wedding and and we didn't have loads of money to spend on holidays so we did a lot of sort of last minute deals and we managed to get one actually for five days just before easter last year to Kavtats um, in Croatia near Dubrovnik and we got a bargain last minute deal with Jet2 Holidays which was really really good for the three of us Um we paid you know about £250 each and we booked it about three days before so that again really it was really really good and we stayed um it was actually in an all-inclusive hotel and really we're not the kind of family that tends to do all-inclusive but it worked out brilliant, actually, because we had our breakfast there every day. 
which Noah absolutely loved because it was all the pancakes and yeah, you know what kids love. Kids love a buffet breakfast because they can eat loads of Nutella and uh, (laughs) and help themselves. So we used it as a base because it was so cheap. We were like fantastic, and it actually was great. We managed to get out to Dubrovnik, which was just the boat trip away. The little town was beautiful. And yeah, at night time, when we got back, you know, after a lot of sightseeing, it was great because we could go to the bar and just get some drinks to have on our balcony and take it in turns while Noah was sleeping. So it actually worked out really, really good. And it was something that we would never have booked um, an all-inclusive if we'd have booked it in advance. Yeah. But last minute, you know, cheap holiday, it was brilliant and we had a great time. And Noah still says it was one of his favourite trips. So it's proof that they are still there and you can get them. as you say, if you hold your nerve and wait till the last minute. Oh, I, I think that's a really interesting point. I really do, because I don't think people keep thinking they have to book so far in advance, but actually yeah. it works the other way around. If you lock out your dates and then just go, take me anywhere, that's let's right. see that's where good. we go. I'm yeah, not, I'm so not one of these people who can plan two years in advance. The people who yeah. say, oh, yes, we've just booked our 2021 family holiday. I'm yeah. like, oh, how are you? How can you possibly <laughs> be doing that? That terrifies me. Abby, absolutely. <laughs> so, Katie, do you have any tips to avoid kind of sneaky charges such as baggage or extra fees or charges for food on planes? Because even British Airways now charge. Yeah, food. everyone charges for food. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the food is never great on planes. No. It's not like the old days when you used to go away when you were kid and used to get everyone used to get a meal on the flight which was always my best bit yeah. with your little trays but I mean even the food now is it's not worth it is it I mean yesterday we came back from Spain yesterday on an easy jet flight and I think you know we spent just on a little snack on the way home um the same as we'd had a, a lavish tapas meal <laughs> before and it was, it was yeah. just absolutely crazy so I think you know it's it's hard to avoid the extra charges these days as I said with us travel agents that we do get these package fares that uh, are not bookable online where they extras are included so if you're doing a BA your, your yeah. food is included and your baggage is included so that's really handy especially on the long haul but I mean what I always say with short haul is travel light where you can I mean the amount that they charge now for luggage is absolutely insane yes. yeah. I mean Ryanair during the summer holidays are charging 50 pounds each way for one suitcase so that's a lot of money on top of your holiday yeah for a family but if you can just take a small sort of carry-on suitcase and just pack as light as possible you avoid those really hefty check-in baggage fees we did it this time and it was actually really refreshing not to have loads of luggage yeah Uh, we said you know what let's just take light clothes and just not overpack um I found it a little bit hard. My uh, my new husband, <laughs> Rich, was going, you're never going to wear those high heels. I, like, I might do, but I might do. And I never wore them. Right. Um, and I put them in. You live in your, in your normal sort of your Birkenstocks or your Javianas for, for your trip. And, you know, and your light dresses and the kids, you know, as long as they've got shorts and T-shirts. You can uh, you wash know, things. People you can wash You can yeah. wash things you and go away. <laughs> So I think it's really nice. And the thing is, when you've not got a, a bag to check in, once you, you get off the fly and you go through passport control, which always takes hardly any time when you arrive in a new country, 
then you're straight out. You don't have to wait yes, the cat out. You straight explore your destination. And it just feels so much more stress-free when you've not got loads and loads of huge suitcases. So where you can, I would always say, just try and keep to your sort of cabin bag where possible and avoid buying the food on the plane because it's so expensive and it's never very nice. I always say maybe, you know, get your meal deal in boots. Yeah. It's so much nicer. That's what we do. We definitely yeah. we go to Pret or something and yeah. grab some stuff there and then take it on board. It's much nicer. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Or if you get a good deal on one of the lounges in the airport, because deals do come up now and again for the lounges, then, you know, fill your boots before you get on the flight. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Have a nice meal in there and some drinks and... And then you sorted them when you got on the flight. But I do agree, all, all the airlines now seem to be putting extra charges on here and there, which, yeah. which obviously is an extra cost on our holidays that we don't want. Yeah. One of the other tips that you see sometimes, for, particularly for long haul, is this, instead of going direct, finding a stopover. So that can yes. sometimes cut the price. But when you're thinking about doing that with kids, as an adult, it's like, you know, fine, no problem if I've got half, you know, six hours to spend in an airport well it's dull but I'll just read my book but with kids it's almost like do you think is it worth it that trade-off to make the journey longer to save the money or have you got tips on getting the most definitely I always recommend stopovers especially if if a family's traveling somewhere somewhere like Australia which is is such a long journey Yes. It's so long. And there Very is long. such a wide range of stopover options that you can do en route to yeah. Australia, yeah. New Zealand. Oh, yeah, there's Asia. absolutely yeah. loads. And there's some really great stopovers that maybe people don't know about as well. Like one that I use quite a lot is if I've got families going to New Zealand, I do them a stopover in Vancouver, oh, which is somewhere okay. that they would never normally look for online and it's something that wouldn't really come up online yeah um, but the families that I've sent that way said it was absolutely wonderful That's so interesting really yeah so and the way that I like to sort of describe is that, that you're getting a holiday en route to your holiday so it's like yeah. double holiday action really and it's very exciting because you're going to get a completely different experience mm. you know it breaks up the journey for the kids um I think it eases them into it yeah and you can save a lot of money as well with myself because I've been in the industry quite a long time I know the stopovers that are going to be more cost effective yeah. so the main stopovers that people do on route say Australia are Singapore Dubai um they tend to be the main ones but if you do somewhere a little bit off the beaten track so say somewhere even like the Philippines or somewhere really unusual you know if somebody's like traveled loads before they want to go somewhere completely different yeah or the Vancouver option then because it's not as popular as a stopover, you can often get cheaper airfares. So it's great to be able to find these stopover options and give families a completely sort of unique travel experience that they're not going to be able to find online. And the kids love it as well. I think for families, it's great. You know, if you are doing Dubai, you've got a seven-hour flight, which is totally doable. If you're doing an overnight flight with a kid, wake up in Dubai, have a few days there, do some water parks and yeah uh, things that the climatized yeah to climatized, the, yes to exactly. the, uh, time difference Definitely. yeah then you can either head straight to your destination or what a lot of people don't know is that airlines such as emirates sometimes offer a few stopovers so you can actually do dubai 
And then you could go to Singapore for, you know, another five days before going to Australia for the same cost as just a direct flight. So you could make a multi-stop itinerary for the same cost of just getting straight there and, and really have a holiday of a lifetime to remember. Oh, so adventure. there's so many ways to do it. And as I say, you, you can book some Airbnbs if you're feeling a bit adventurous and you want somewhere sort of a little bit unusual. Yeah. Or, you know, there's so many, especially with Asia, you can get some really, really cheap hotels, even four-star hotels in somewhere like Thailand. are such great value for money. So you actually could end up saving yourself um, money doing a stopover as well because the cost of accommodation in, in these places tends to be less than that's you know, true. yeah, so I, it's always a win-win for me. I think it's a great thing to do with the stopovers. So in your kind of day-to-day as a travel counsellor, so anyone can just ring you and say, if they've got your details and say, well, we're looking to go here and kind of talk us through your day-to-day. I know you do a lot of business travel as well, but you help families as well. I do. So, yeah, so the majority of travel I do these days is corporate travel which I absolutely love got some brilliant brilliant clients and great companies um, who work with me but I also love still putting together um, family holidays and itineraries around the world so yeah so basically if someone's looking for a nice holiday or it's a trip of a lifetime say to America or Australia then yeah they just give me a call or drop me an email and then I will work on it and try and find exactly what they want um, we've got great suppliers and we've got brilliant rates. So um, a lot of my customers are always really happy that, you know, that I've found something within their budget. And if they yeah. do have a budget, I love to have a budget because I always think, you know, I'm going to find the very best that I can. Uh, you answered my question because I was just about to say, so someone says, I've got X amount yes. for this then you have well obviously you try your best to try and match that. absolutely absolutely and you know if, if somebody gives me a budget and know that it's not going to be um doable then I will obviously be honest and say you're not going to get there for that budget however because of the range of systems that we've got and suppliers that we use there is always a holiday that I can find for them that will be within the budget and I like to get to know my clients I like to get to know what they like to do on holiday because everyone's so different and then just tailor it to be exactly mm. what they're looking for and I've not had any complaints yet so uh, <laughs> so I must be doing something right and I, I love it it's the best part of my job to be honest I love um, all my business travel but I also love it when families come back and say Do you know what it was amazing and seeing all the photos yeah um, and I feel like I've been part of their adventure with them so it's always really really rewarding I mean, how much do you find that people have done some of their research in advance? So is it literally they come to you and they're like, we've always wanted to go to Australia and we've got X amount to spend? Or do you get people saying, so, you know, we want to go to Sydney and Melbourne and the Great Barrier Reef and into the outback and we want to see kangaroos and we've seen this zoo and we also want a day on this island? (laughs) Or, you know, is that whole mix? You get people who've really... Oh, yeah. So we get I get people who have got no idea. They know that they want to go somewhere because they've seen some photos on Instagram or, you know, somebody who's, who's been there and they're like, that's where I want to go. Um, can you help me? Or you get people who have done loads and loads of research and they know day by day what they want to do. And whatever is is absolutely fine. I mean, I love helping people out who don't know anything about the destination, you know. And in Thailand, I've just booked a six-week day for 
some lovely clients of mine who are going for a 70, their 70th birthday presents to each other, which is really Aww. lovely. Um, I know. So they're going for six weeks in, in sort of Thailand and then having a few days in Singapore, but they didn't have any clue about where they wanted to go to, which is why they came to me. And I've put together a fabulous trip for them. And they're doing sort of a mix of um, cities. So they're going to Bangkok. They're doing Chiang Mai. So they're doing that sort of jungle areas. And then they're doing some of the islands. Uh, mm. But they're also staying at Elephant Hills. I don't know if you've heard of Elephant yes. Hills. Yes. 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 Oh, it's on everyone's bucket list. I it looks absolutely it. amazing. So they're doing Elephant Hills for a couple of days. And they actually said to me, that's what one of the things we're most looking forward to about the trip. And if you hadn't have told us about it, and we would never have known about it. We, you know, it's, and it's these sort of unique experiences and all the little extra things, um, the extra little sort of trips that I've put in there for them. And just having that sort of expert knowledge of which hotels I know that they will love because they're more boutique style. So they don't like huge mm-hmm. hotels. Yeah. They like small ones and they like unique experiences and getting immersed, you know, amongst the local culture. So I've put the, the itinerary together for them and they're so excited and they travel next February. So tricks like that are just perfect because you've got the confidence that they're going to have an amazing time. And it's just the excitement and the build up of those tricks that's perfect and makes it all worthwhile. I would get so jealous. I'd be sitting there yeah. thinking, oh, I, oh, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to go here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, having a little boy um, of seven now, I mean, the trips are, that we do, have not been as we used to do before we had nowhere but I think as he's getting older and I think kids these days they love travel they don't just want to go now for a week in you know in a hotel they love the sort of traveling experiences I think travel experiences for children are changing now yeah. and, and I've noticed that a lot of families are wanting to do more adventurous, adventurous things, things yeah which definitely. is so exciting and, and I absolutely love to put those together and I know you sort of the the hotels that will be great for families and and experiences so it is it's great and I feel like my sort of my job with the changing nature of travel it's just great to be a part of really so but lastly obviously we don't want to put you out of a job because you're very good at organizing trips and finding the most amazing itineraries but for someone who say wanted to go off on their own independently and create the perfect itinerary for themselves what how would you suggest they start just by going on say like TripAdvisor first kind of seeing the area yeah, and go to blogs of course blogs right <laughs> blogs yes absolutely <laughs> blogs are brilliant and there's so many other families that do like to do it independently because some people don't want to use a travel agent they want to go I've done all this itinerary for myself and really put the planning in and, and booking sort of things like Airbnb as I said so I would always say to use Skyscanner for your airfare, first of all, and just make sure that you're getting um, the best deal on your flights and using a travel agent as well for your flight. And then definitely using TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor is absolutely brilliant. I take a lot of reviews with a pinch of salt, but yeah. generally it's yeah. really good tool to be able to see, you know, if, if the hotel... starting point, As a it? starting point, yeah, absolutely. There is a lot of different hotel booking sites now where you can book your hotel and you don't have to pay anything until you arrive. So, you know, you can book your hotel and then if you continue to do research and say, oh, gosh, you know, this looks like we change our plans at the last minute, then you can cancel yeah. them quite mm-hmm. late. So 
there is such a wide range of tools at the minute for for booking your own trip. Um, I love things like Airbnb and some of the sort of the local villa sites because you can get a real hidden gem. Um, last year we went to um, September a few days in Italy. Um, we went to a little island called Procida, which is off the coast of Naples. And we actually did our own. Um, we booked Airbnbs in Naples and Procida. And it was absolutely stunning. We had a little apartment right overlooking the fishing port that was owned by a little Italian lady Aww. who used to bring us little goodies to the apartment. And the setting was just absolutely stunning. And I think because it was an Airbnb in places like this, you really do get the full sort of experience um, staying in a, a local's little home. And I do, I think Airbnb and sort of sites like that are really, really great if you do want to do things independently and have some real nice cultural experiences. Oh, thanks, Katie. Your no, uh, advice, I think, has been invaluable, right, yeah, Kathy? Absolutely. Um, one last question from me. So where are you off to next? And one thing from your bucket list, just to give yes. us a bit of final inspiration. Okay. Well, I just got back yesterday from, um, from Spain. We went to a place called Arcos de la Frontera, um, which is about 30 minutes from Jerez Airport in Andalusia. Um, so already now I'm back in the rain, in the Manchester rain <laughs> after 43 heat yesterday. Yeah. I'm already, already thinking about, uh, my next trip. Next trip is going to be actually my honeymoon um, in September. So we're off to Puglia in Italy for a few days. But just me and the husband. So we're leaving Noah at home this time. Mm -hmm. Um, So which he won't be too happy about. But we have (laughs) a big California trip next year. And bucket list. Oh, my God. I've got so much on the bucket list. I would love to do South Africa. I know you did it, Ting, and you give me lots of inspiration there. It's definitely one that I would love to do. And also, I have never been to Australia. I've done many continents. I've traveled over 30 countries, but Australia is somewhere that I've never been. My husband lived there for quite some time, and he's desperate to get out there and actually do my job instead of me doing it for (laughs) So normally I'm the one that's done all the research and he just comes along with whatever I say. So I think doing Australia, it'd be nice for me to sit back and relax while he, um, yeah, yeah, which will be great. And I think Noah would love it as well because he loves all the wildlife. He loves the beach. So I think Australia, doing an Australia, um, Australia trip would definitely be on our bucket list as well as a family. Well, I don't reckon it will be that long until you go. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) Always planning another trip. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Those tips are all brilliant. And um, I'm looking forward now to having even more holidays next year because I'm going to save so much money booking. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you ever need me, I'm always here for you. If you ever need any extra tips and if I ever have any more tips that I can pass on to you, uh, ladies, for you to share, then. Of course I will, and uh, hopefully save everyone lots of money and some great holidays. Oh, thanks, Katie. Thank you. You've been amazing. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So it was so great speaking to Katie there, and I think we learnt quite a few things. Um, yeah. One, I was just quite shocked about the holding the nerve thing. Um, I am seriously thinking about trying that. So if you hold your nerve, you can still find cracking deals yeah. before flying definitely and if you're thinking these days that you have to do it all online yourself to get the deals i think that was a really interesting point 
that you can actually save, get these special packages through travel agents. And also just the unusual ideas for stopovers, things I wouldn't have thought of. But for someone who books flights day in, day out, you know, they'll come up with ideas that have never even occurred to perhaps the best travelled of us. Yeah. And so I think we've learned a lot there, listeners, and I hope you have too. Do tune in again for the next episode of Kidventures. Tell all your friends. And please, if you aren't already, do subscribe to hear all the new episodes as they come out. Thank you.